It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. And welcome back to Decal Download. I'm Rich Griffin, Chief Communications Officer here at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning with Commissioner Amy Jacobs. In October, Commissioner Jacobs joined Governor Brian Kemp in announcing eight Georgia childcare programs that have received our inaugural quality-rated language and literacy endorsement. And Commissioner, we're very proud of these programs who are demonstrating a commitment to providing high-quality, language-rich environments for Georgia's youngest learners. Yeah, we were so excited to finally be able to announce um, that they had completed the process, which, of course, uh, we had to delay and change a little bit. Um, and these providers, you know, hung in there with us and uh, were awarded the very, very first that so they should be very proud of themselves. And it's going to be great to hear more about that um, from two of those providers today. Yes, big honor for them, as well as uh, the other six who we're going to tell you about in just a minute. Joining us to talk about quality rated language and literacy endorsements are Laura Wagner, Community Outreach and Partnerships Director in our Quality Innovations and Partnerships Division. Angela Shelton is Professional Learning Specialist in Georgia's Pre-K and Instructional Supports, very important part of the program. And two of the recipients of the Language and Literacy Endorsements, Beverly Johnson is owner of Discovery Point in Conyers, and Jessica Whitehead is Director of Rising Star Learning Center in Mableton. Ladies, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, Commissioner, we're going to start with you on this episode. Uh, Governor Kemp gave you an assignment back in 2019 uh, to help improve student literacy and encourage and support child care providers in emphasizing language skills among birth to five children. How does it feel to now have eight programs with this endorsement and to have accomplished it during a pandemic? Yeah, d- double good feelings um, for sure. You know, um, Georgia has been focused on language and literacy for well over a decade, knowing how important it is, especially in those very, very early years. And so, um, you know, when Governor Kemp asked us to do this, he wanted to continue for our state to emphasize the importance of language and literacy and provide those skills and coaching and professional development to the teachers of our youngest citizens, as we like to call them, which is uh, why we created the quality rated language and literacy endorsement. We had never done that before, I believe, and I'm going to take credit and say we're the first state to have a language and literacy endorsement that sits on top of our quality rated system. So, you know, these programs uh, kind of jumped on with us blindly, not knowing what they were getting themselves into. We knew they were already committed to quality. They were already quality rated. And so um, we're just we're just happy to finally be able to complete this first round and look forward to the second round. And I'll say we really took our time when we were developing this and brought together a group of academic experts from all over the state to help us really get this right. We really wanted this to be meaningful. We did not want this to just be a checkbox or extra work for our child care providers that work so hard every day. We really wanted this to be meaningful for them, for their staff. And then, of course, we wanted it to have a meaningful impact on the children that they serve. And I sure do hope that we hear that come through um, throughout the podcast as we talk to um, the decal staff that were a big part of this. And of course, these two providers that earned uh, the very first language and literacy endorsement. Yeah. So to back up just a little bit, quality rated is our quality rating and improvement system that 
many states have, and this is programs that are going above and beyond, and they open themselves up to classroom observations, they submit a portfolio, all of this, and they're given one to three stars uh, here in Georgia. We approach some of these programs about kind of going this extra step and getting the endorsement. Is that right? That's right. And we knew we needed programs that were already at a higher level. They had already taken that initial voluntary step to become quality rated. We knew they had already demonstrated that they had quality and were committed to continuous improvement. And so that's why uh, we chose these very select few programs um, to help us really build this uh, very first language and literacy endorsement. So I know you want to recognize each one. Who are the first eight recipients of the language and literacy endorsement? Right. So uh, we have ABC, Another Bright Creation, Early Learning and Daycare Center in Palmetto, Discovery Point number 61 in Conyers, Gazelle Learning Academy in Clarkson, Kids World Learning Center in Statesboro, Minnie Howell Child Development Center in Atlanta, Rising Star Learning Center in Mableton, The Learning Station in Ellenwood, and Whitfield Dalton Daycare Center in Dalton. All right. Congratulations to yeah, congratulations all of these. to those eight. Exactly. We're, it's so exciting. Like we, you know, it's like, when, when are we going to be able to announce this? And when we finally did, we really, these programs got the recognition um, that they really deserve from the governor and even seeing some media coverage of this, which is great. Yeah. That's so, always great. Yeah. Yeah. So Laura and Angela, I want to move on um, to you from the decal team. This was truly a team effort between our QIP and our professional learning division. So Let's talk a little bit about about the process, a rigorous nine-month process for quality-rated programs who really stepped up to the plate. So, Laura, why don't you start? How are these programs selected for this pilot? Absolutely. So, in order to be eligible to participate in the pilot, programs had to have ratings of two or three stars in our QRIS, quality rated. And in addition to this, we also prioritized programs and communities serving high proportions of children and families from vulnerable and underserved populations. So we prioritize programs by looking at our DECAL administrative regions, at the number of CAP scholarships in each program, and we were able to prioritize um, a select group of two and three star quality rated programs as a result. Angel, tell us a little bit more about the role of professional learning throughout this process. Sure. So we were really excited about this program and the professional learning team provided training for all of the teachers at the participating programs. And as you've stated, this was during the pandemic. So trainings that we were initially planning to provide face-to-face all occurred virtually. Um, And those trainings focused on responsive caregiving and best practices for reading books to promote oral language. We also provided them with materials packages, items like storybooks, resource books, and various classroom materials, which they used during the trainings, but also it was important that they have those items to support their continued planning and practice within their classrooms. Mm -hmm. And um, like you said, Angela, for these eight programs, this is not the finish line. They all had to provide a plan for sustaining these efforts. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, At the end of the pilot, the program administrators created plans that focused on the unique needs of their programs that were connected to language and literacy. So they began by creating a vision statement. Um, They determined what success would look like in their program. And after observing and reflecting on their current practices, they developed a measurable goal 
and action steps to work toward that goal. And this was really a great way for each program to consider how to use what they discovered during the pilot and really engage in conversations and planning for sustaining high quality language and literacy practices. Um, and as you've stated, you know, these, we knew these programs that were a part of the pilot already had some great practices in place, um, but we really wanted them to be intentional and in thinking about ways to enhance and sustain their efforts and their great work. Well, in a program like this, there is specific criteria, component structure, and resources. And we, like I mentioned earlier, we had the help from a panel of early care and education experts. Um, and, and we did that intentionally because while we have a lot of really smart people at DECAL, we brought in um, academics from Georgia State University, um, our friends at Child Trends, the actual author of the assessment tool that we use um, to score quality rated, our ERS. Um, assessment tool, um, the Deal Center for Early Language and Literacy, just, just to name a small few, because um, we wanted to get this right. Again, we wanted it to be meaningful. Um, so from my perspective, that was a really important first piece to really take that time to develop this. But Laura, tell us more about that from your perspective. It's hard to believe that this was uh, back between May and September of 2019, right? <laughs> and I actually um, missed the first couple of these um, expert committee meetings because I was on maternity leave <laughs> and now I have a two and a half year old. So uh, anyhow, I remember very, uh, very well um, the meeting that I came back to um, in which we were finalizing the six recommendations from the expert um, panel. Um, and those um, rigorous discussions that the expert committee had um, led us to having recommendations like needing to select two or three star quality rated programs and communities of high need. The panel helped us to structure ideas about how the professional development ought to be delivered and also helped us think through the sustainability of the professional development that had occurred during the course of the, uh, the training um, during the pilot. And so it was just a really wonderful experience to, to listen in to this expert panel. You know, uh, it's interesting. Eight programs had an endorsement during this time. Laura had a baby. Uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't mean to. <laughs> she she kind of raised the bar on this, uh, this whole pandemic thing. But yeah, that's, that is amazing that it was back in 2019. Well, as we mentioned, uh, we're joined today by two of the recipients of the Quality Rated Language and Literacy Endorsement, Beverly and Jessica, um, how did it feel to receive uh, the endorsement? Beverly, let's start with you. Well, it was it was overwhelming um, just to finally get the get the endorsement. Um, it was as if the all the training and everything that we had done was finally going to get to uh, not put, not just for the first time be put into place, but but to have that to grow on and. Um, I just needed to, I ended up just taking my whole team and just changing the way we do everything from this training. Um, the whole thing was just, the whole thing just changed everything about the center and how I make decisions and who is included in the decisions and how better it can be if um, we, we follow different people, you know, ask different people 
in the center, you know, what are, what are you good at? What do you think? You know, everybody join in as a team instead of just me and my director. Mm -hmm. It was overwhelming. It was really overwhelming. It was, it was good. It was a good tired. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's a good tired. There definitely is. Jessica, how about you? Well, first of all, thank you for inviting me to this podcast. How did I feel uh, when we received this endorsement? Well, personally, I screamed <laughs> because <laughs> Beverly is correct. It, it was a good tire. Um, and my center was very excited. They were honored. They were um, appreciated to be acknowledged for just the invite initially. But I agree with Beverly as well because the program um, restructured how we looked at early childcare. Uh, we worked together collaboratively and, um, just made the center better at how we taught language and literacy to our students. So it was, it it was exciting to finally receive the endorsement. And I did want to ask both of you and and you kind of touched on it, but what's been the reaction from your teachers and staff, Beverly, are, are they excited about it? Uh, does it mean a lot to them? I go ahead, Beverly. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, it does. They're excited at the same time. Um, I'm a, a lot of them are thinking, Oh no, it's just more stuff that I've got to do, you know, in the classroom. Oh no, here we go. Here goes Beverly again, something, you know, but I'm, you know, I, I, I'm explaining it to them. And the more and more I keep explaining it to them, they're easing into it. But I have to say that just because of the time that this was going on during the pandemic, I had a lot of turnover, you know, I had to bring in new teachers and some teachers came back that hadn't been there in a while. So some of them really thought great because they were already stressed out Mm -hmm. as it was working through the pandemic. But but as I'm explaining it more, they're seeing that it's more of a team thing and not a me thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that it makes sense all the time, not just, um, right. you know, during a pandemic right. or not just uh, whatever. But, right. but you make a great point. We, we were in the middle of a pandemic while all this was happening. And here you are trying to roll out something new and they're just trying to hang on, you know, right. <laughs> it's trying to get. Well, it, I so. actually I actually asked my my staff if they wanted to do this before I just told them to do it mm-hmm. previously, that's probably what I would have told them, um, but they wanted to do it. So I think because we were in the middle of a pandemic, it actually brought us together and we had a sense of purpose mm-hmm. of what, what we were doing and why we were doing it. So it really helped us to work together when normally it would have been a very, um, scary time in, in childcare. Good to hear. That's interesting uh, perspective, Jessica. Um, kind of keeps your eye on the purpose, right? As opposed exactly. to mask and hand sanitizing and <laughs> COVID exactly. restrictions and quarantining, right? It, it gives you, yeah, that's, that's good to hear. I hadn't heard that perspective, but that's, that's really nice to hear. So this training included not only teachers, Angela, the administrative leaders at the pilot sites got to participate in courses in early education leadership from the Harvard Graduate School of Education, is that correct? Yes, we offered them the opportunity to participate in a training series 
called Rethinking Leadership in Early Education that was through Harvard. Um, so they were really excited about this opportunity and getting those certificates. But while not everyone was able to complete all of the courses, we did hear a lot of great feedback about how valuable they were for those that were able to participate. Um, the series included five courses that focused on a range of topics from effective approaches to leadership, leading change, leveraging diversity, and effective teams. So some really great content. And their final course guided them through planning and applying what they learned, which supported them in developing their growth plans that they submitted at the end of the pilot. Well, Beverly and Jessica, what was that experience like for you? Uh, Jessica, I'll start with you. Well, um, of course, I was so excited to be attending Harvard. <laughs> so I, I told everyone I'm taking some certification classes from Harvard. <laughs> I think my family, my children, everyone knew. Um, once I started, it was a little intimidating because it was a lot of information um, in a short period of time. So, but as I continued to read and learn and rethink what I was doing in childcare, I knew I had to continue the process, continue the, the courses, and it was going to make me a better leader for the staff. So um, I, I did finish, complete all five courses, but it was challenging, but it was well worth it. Good. Beverly, what about you? Yeah, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm like Jessica. It was overwhelming at the beginning because sure it was five courses. It was exciting. I was going to do it. And then you logged in and there's five courses, but then under the first course, there's like all these different components. And then each of those components was more and more and more reading. So I thought, okay, but it, it was also like Jessica said, it gave you it was something to keep my eye on instead of all of this mess going on in the sides with the hand sanitizer and all this kind of stuff that you're talking about. So going through this, I would just remind myself of how much decal um, has and still does support me and my center um, through this pandemic. And I could definitely do the training for the, for this endorsement. Absolutely. I, so I just continued on with the sessions and then I just got sucked in by each topic yeah, and my brain started showing me visually how restructuring my team would make a huge shift in a positive way. And my eyes were just wide open for a whole new way to run my center. By, like I said, by utilizing more people on staff to do things that interest them and to be a part of the decision-making process, giving them accountability, it really strengthened that structure. Um, the staff did buy into the idea and the decisions and task at hand that we had to go through because they feel they truly had a voice this time. And at the same time, it takes duties off, like I said, off of me so I can focus on other things. Yeah. So it was great. <laughs> I went to a corporate uh, training at Harvard once for like a week and popped in the bookstore and, and bought a shirt. Uh, you know, like a nice shirt with Harvard on it. And my boss at the time said, you know, you didn't go to Harvard. You didn't graduate from them. I, I was there for a week. So that's all that matters. That's enough. Right? That's right. Well, we talked about uh, some of the benefits and supports that were offered to providers participating in and uh, completing the pilot through the Sandra Dunnigan Deal Center for Early Language and Literacy. 
um, and the preschool development grant for birth to five. Laura, Laura, what is the continuous quality improvement sustainability bonus payment? Gosh, well, I was really excited to be on a, a bigger team at DECAL that was able to offer lots of different kinds of supports and resources to our pilot programs that were participating um, in our, our first pilot for the endorsement. Um, just there were so many different kinds of supports offered um, and we were all really excited um, to collectively um, provide those to, to our programs. So in addition to the professional development training offered to teachers and administrators through the funding that you mentioned, Reg, um, from PDG and the Deal Center, we were able to provide classroom materials, kits, uh, stipends for teachers and administrators for participating in those trainings, technology grants to support programs participation in virtual trainings, and growth materials to complete and implement um, an improved um, plan for sustainability. And then that uh, continuous quality improvement sustainability bonus payment. So just really excited to have been part of that team to um, support our, our pilot programs. Mm -hmm. And Jessica and Beverly, back out to the real world now. What's been the most <laughs> meaningful support for your program? What meant the most to you of all of that? Oh, I would say the professional development and training, as well as the technical support. Um, but also the, the um, classroom materials. All of it came together to, to be successful in the program. Uh, my teachers were just letting me know yesterday, they're still utilizing the handout that they received um, during their professional training. Without all three, our, our program would not have been as successful. Um, the language and literacy endorsement program helped us to be able to provide that high quality care that we needed to provide. Um, in language and literacy for the students. So it was all just, all three areas was very meaningful for us. Mm -hmm. Beverly, how about you? Just, um, I think just knowing my staff has had the training and have the tools to continue the language and literacy for the family and our communities. Um, my center had been recipients of um, twice of the early language and literary grant, literacy grant. And so it's just taking that and it continues and strengthens that offering to the children. Um, since the beginning of the pandemic, so many of the children were at home and they didn't return to in-person learning for months, some for a year, some till this school year. Um, you can see the big gap. It's very, very visible to the kids that were, we had in the infant toddler language and literacy, they got that and have moved on now into higher classrooms. And you can tell a big difference with the kids who weren't there before um, and what they, they were missing. Um, so we're able, we, now that we have the tools, we can give that to them. Right. Yep. And the classrooms, when you look into like our classrooms at Rising Star Learning Center, they look different, the, they sound different, 
you see the teachers engaging more with the children, whether it's with a book or just conversation. So it, it definitely is a difference. Yeah, I agree with Jessica. And I just wanted to say on that, just watching, when you know how to, when you've been trained on how to do it, and you just are talking to a baby, say an infant, and just watching that baby's face while you're mm-hmm. making eye contact and talking to them, um, not like a baby, but, you know, having a real conversation with them, you know, that you can tell, see now how they are communicating back to you. Mm-hmm. And um, when their their body moves and they squeal or kick, you know, it just makes me feel like, okay, finally, I can go home now and I actually, you know, helped a baby today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Beverly and Jessica, having gone through this training and now receiving the endorsement, why is this work so important for your children at this point in their lives? Beverly, I'll start Um, with you this time. Okay. (laughs) That's okay. Um, Just, well, just like I was saying, you can see that gap. It's such a huge gap. Um, So we were able to, from that, take a look at the kids, like I said, who have been through this once and the kids who haven't been through this. And it just made such a huge impression on those children and their families, um, just being able to um, work with them and their families. It's just at that time, like everything in that training said, you know, their little brains, you know, are just like sponges. They're soaking everything up. And it's really like that. But this time around, the teachers got to soak up a bunch of stuff good stuff as well. Um, but like yeah, Jessica like, said, the, the classes are, they sound different. When I listen, you know, I can, I hear certain rooms, all him anything, you know, trained to hear, but it's not like teachers saying stuff to kids, like, you know, sit down. That's not the way we do it. We don't do it this way. The, 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 you know, now you can hear the redirection and the discussions and all of that. And it's just, just makes a big difference seeing that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jessica? And our center is a very diverse um, group of families. However, most of our families receive some type of assistance from the state of Georgia. Without this program, we would not be able to provide the high quality child care. Uh, language and literacy component um, for the students. So this program enabled us to be able to provide high quality care for all of our students from infants through pre-K, regardless of their income. Um, So it has set the foundation for them to be lifelong learners. Um, And we're just very appreciative for that, very appreciative. Um, so this is a program that we must keep um, and other, hopefully other child care centers will also participate in it across Georgia um, because it can make a difference in all of the students and their experiences in child care. And that's a great transition, Jessica. You're already lobbying for the next Absolutely. question <laughs> that we have. Laura, we've got these eight programs. How do we plan to expand the program and, and can other providers get involved? 
Absolutely. I'm excited to share that we do intend to have a second quality rated language and literacy endorsement pilot in early 2022. And we will be encouraging two and three star quality rated providers to apply to be part of that second pilot. So we would definitely encourage providers across the state of Georgia uh, to stay tuned. Awesome. Well, quality rated star ratings are good for three years before they are reevaluated. What about the language, language and literacy endorsements? Yes. So the quality rated language and literacy endorsement also lasts for that same term of three years, so long as the program does remain quality rated. Excellent. Very good. And Laura, where can folks go for more information? We talked about um, just quality rated in general, if they'd like more information, maybe they're not, they're not yet quality rated. That's the first step, of course. And where do they need to go? So definitely keep um, your eyes out for word of that application being posted on our uh, Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning website. And uh, stay tuned in to our social media pages for continual coverage of the quality rated language and literacy endorsement uh, through um, our partners in the media. Um, and definitely, you know, familiarize yourself with the supports and resources offered by quality rated, um, particularly if you're a program in the state of Georgia that isn't yet participating in our QRIS. I would definitely encourage you to explore the resources that are available to you. Yeah. It's one thing to be quality rated, even better when you have the language and literacy endorsement. And I don't want to wrap up this podcast without giving Beverly and Jessica a chance to do a couple of shout outs for their team. So Jessica, let's start with you, Rising Star Learning Center. What do you want to say to your team? I would like to say thank you, team, for working um, with me and us building a team approach. Uh, I, we could not have done this without each individual staff. So I appreciate each one of them. And we look forward to going to a fancy dinner to <laughs> celebrate this uh, this week. I, I think we should get in on that. That sounds come like on, a good. Come on. You're welcome. <laughs> sounds like a good opportunity. Beverly, you're at Discovery Point in Conyers, and what would you like to say to your team? It wouldn't have happened if I didn't have my team, um, because just me, it, I I couldn't have just brought this on and said, "Here, we're going to do this." Um, so they really bought into it. They're excited about it. They feel like part of the team. They have a voice now. And each and every one of them played a different role to make it one great, one great thing. And um, yes, they, uh, they want more food from me. <laughs> <laughs> We've been feeding oh, yeah. them a lot since the, <laughs> since, since the pandemic. Um, but now they're ready to like go out into take it into public. Yes. So please come to Conyers um, and have dinner with us. You're all invited. I love it. <laughs> Finally, a chance to get back out and celebrate for real. None of That's this right. virtual celebrating. Uh, that, that is great. Well, congratulations, Beverly and Jessica, and both to you and your teams. And again, above and beyond is um, putting it mildly when you think about the circumstances under which 
you guys were able to pull this off, but congratulations. And uh, Laura and Angela, thank you for all of your hard work on this. It wouldn't happen without you guys being there and uh, look forward to the new group of uh, language and literacy endorsement recipients coming soon. Thank you so much. And congratulations, Beverly, Jessica, and the rest of the programs. We know how much work went into this and just so excited that you made it through and you can celebrate. And yeah, like Laura said, stay tuned for the next round. All right. Thank you. And I wanted to go ahead real quick and say, um, you know, we can play roles like we did, you know, with the quality rated ambassadors. That's what we did when we first had quality rated going around. We can, you know, please know that you can call on us and help us. Um, we'll, I'm sure Jessica will too. I mean, we will definitely step in and help with anything to help you guys give, because we got to give back to you um, Absolutely. as well. That's right. We're ready to travel across the state of Georgia, the language and literacy endorsement pilot. Coming to a city near you. That's right. (laughs) I love it. That's great. All right, guys. Thanks so much for being with us today. Again, congratulations. We look forward to uh, many more stories of success coming out of your programs. Thank you. Thank you. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hi, my name is Diana Myers, and I'm the Nutrition Health Educator here in Decatur, Georgia. My question for the commissioner is, what's your favorite Thanksgiving Day dish? I'll even go as far to break it down because we all have a lot of favorite dishes. What is your favorite veggie side dish? What's your favorite main course? And what's your favorite Thanksgiving Day dessert? Thank you. Oh boy, that's going to make me hungry. Um, so let me make sure I cover all of uh, the, the categories, uh, Diana. So um, I think you said vegetable side dish and uh, squash casserole is definitely my favorite. I don't know if you can count that as a vegetable because it's covered in cheese and other such things, but it is quite delicious and squash crackers. is a vegetable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, there's some squash butter. in there somewhere. Yeah, there's squash in there. Um, main dish would absolutely be dressing. I mean, you can't beat my mother's dressing who, you know, I think I mentioned before she has no recipe, so I need to, uh, cook alongside her very soon. So I know how to make that in the future and then dessert. Oh gosh. I mean, I'll eat anything. I'm such a sweet eater. Um, I really like a good chocolate pie, uh, for Thanksgiving. I, I like pumpkin pie, but chocolate pie is more of a, more of my thing on Thanksgiving. Don't you feel a little, um, I don't know. There's a little pressure talking to the nutrition director about your favorite. I should say a nice fruit salad, a nice seasonal fruit salad. Maybe a kale salad. (laughs) Kale's good. Kale's good. Sweet potatoes. I think she might approve sweet potatoes. A little roasted (laughs) turkey and that's Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Uh, Everything in moderation, as they say. That's right. That's right. It's only one day a year. We can do it. That's right. Enjoy spending great time with your family and hopefully this year, Better than last year. More families uh, getting together. So that's I good I think news. it will be. Absolutely. Now it's time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We're drawing one name from all the correct answers to this question. Name one of the eight Georgia child care programs that recently received the quality rated language and literacy endorsement. Name one of the eight Child care programs that receive the language and literacy 
endorsement. Email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. You can be a winner of a nice prize from Andretti Indoor Karting and Games, Chick-fil-A, Fernbank Museum, The School Box, Six Flags Over Georgia, Stone Mountain Park, Skyline Park at Pont City Market, Wild Animal Safari, or Wild Adventures Theme Park. Again, the question, name one of the eight Georgia child care programs that received the quality-rated language and literacy endorsement. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.